dolls okay so i apologize my neighbor is doing some work in his or her yard behind me um so i apologize for any background noise but i absolutely wanted to make sure to get this content out before i go into another meeting um and so and, and it's in the next 20 minutes so um i've been talking a little bit about how I'll just say this. I know I'm going to title this like black women need to reconsider their stance on defunding the police because and, and it's crazy. I intentionally if you type in defund the police and you go back and look at my stuff, you'll see how I've grown and how I've evolved on that stance. And I think it comes down to a matter of education and um, disseminating the information. And I think that once you hear it, it will kind of make sense for you the same way that it did for me. So um, I'm actually here on Black Girl Online. So I you know, encourage you to go like, comment, subscribe and support her. Um, I've talked about how, you know, it really takes a strong person to be able to deal with this kind of content day in and day out. But the video that I'm on right now is titled Update 28 year old. Um, killed after putting daughter on school bus and um, I want you to kind of hear this thing too because I think that a lot of us um, black women and, and I'm saying this on the heels of um, some of the commentary I heard from a black male um, surrounding what he thought was the collapse of Black Lives Matter ended up the guy didn't really understand the content he was covering because after I had the unfortunate misfortune of listening through listening to what he was saying one of the advisors for Black Lives Matter has filed for bankruptcy three times but it doesn't have anything to do with what Black Lives Matter is going through as on its own and what's wild about it is that women are the number one proponent of Black Lives Matter, even though they're not on the on the they are not benefactors at, of that movement at all. OK, um, on Anchor, you are welcome to leave comments under the the podcast. But if you can cite a source where Black Lives Matter has ever come to the defense of Black Lives That Matter, such as like Baby Grayson Gray, um, Brianna um, Doyle, or any black woman or any black girl, then, you know, if I were going to say, if I was going to say, I'll wait, <laughs> it'd be more than 60 minutes, you know, it would just be dead silence, right? But I want us to kind of revisit, you know, our stance on defunding the police because this is where it gets us, right? It's going to get us to, and and this is where it has gotten us. It's to the point where now, not only do we have staffing, not, you know, enough um, officers, but we also don't have, they're, they're not wanting to respond because it's to the point where it's kind of like, you call me to defend you. And then if you do anything, I, listen, I, I'm going to just, I'm going to just say it. If police officers had responded and this guy had shown, you know, the level of demonic activity that he was planning for the girlfriend anyways, and they shot at him and he just so happened to pass. Oh, my gosh. The family would have been like, oh, they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to shoot him. There's another uh, story, actually. 
I, I'm I'm not gonna have time to address it tonight, but um, there's uh um news going around about a, I believe it, yeah, it's a 15 year old boy out in Clarkson, I think, or Clarksdale, and the father was a ex, not his father. the The 15 year old was dating a a, a girl, and um. The father of the girl was an ex-officer. And he told the homeboy, like, I don't want you around my daughter. I know it's not the most popular opinion. But I already said, like, I really would feel some kind of way if that, like, knucklehead showed up around my niece. And she's talking about that's my boyfriend. And she's only 15, 16, 14. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay, there's no way on this green earth... One, you should be dating that young, not 15, 16, 14. Absolutely not. And then two, I have said before too, like one of my worst fears coming up is if she ever brings home a black guy, I know that the girl is done for. She is done for because she's bright, she's educated, she's intelligent, she's into sports, has a great personality, great sense of humor, can take care of herself within the her age confines as she takes on more responsibilities I'm I'm sure she will thrive and it's like I don't want her to put her energy and lose her life and or her years pouring into a black hole but I I was talking about how with Black Lives Matter you would think that black men would be in support of the movement but you've heard time and time again about how they talk about us and we're the ones who benefit the most from the police coming to our defense all right, let me go ahead and play this. <clears throat> I don't know what they're working on back there. It must be like a deck or something, but hold on. To Asia Davis's killing in New Orleans East. As Rob Masson reports, council members are concerned about slow police response times, which may have resulted in a parolee now accused of murder to go free. So, and again, I want you to pay attention because I, I don't think black women should be out here hooting and hollering about defund the police like we shouldn't be at the forefront of that because when you're talking about slow response times you're talking about um not enough law enforcement i think we've made it to where it's not when you look at human behavior the average person doesn't want to go into a toxic work environment and be getting hell on both sides, getting catching hell from your supervisors and then going out thinking that you're going to help the community and they don't want your help either. And they don't appreciate your, you know, you putting your life on the line <clears throat> and what what goes into that. Right. Um, I'm making oh. this quick video because it has been one commercial system and so. It's been two weeks since 28-year-old Asia Davis, a mother and nurse's assistant, was found shot to death on Mayo Boulevard. City council members want answers. In this state of Louisiana, there is a one-to-one -one ratio that if you are a victim of domestic violence, if you are someone and they do not get to you and they do not intervene, you go from being a survivor to a deceased victim. Do you hear that? Right? Because... The moment that your boyfriend or whatever or these guys start beating up on you, what, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. No, I'm just kidding. I, that wasn't probably not for me. <laughs> You're going to call 911. What's the number one? And then it's kind of so crazy to me because it's the same black women that are kind of like 
um, upset and the mothers that are left behind and the children that are left behind say, well, we called and we try to file a claim and we try to do all this type of stuff. But you're the same ones out on the front line when these guys are beating your ass. Right. Councilmember Saved Davis attempted to report alleged abuse at the hands of 44-year-old Henry Talley Jr., yeah. but it took police 12 hours to respond. You and if you see, I, I really wonder why women, especially in a, I know people get mad when you talk about like in the black community, but damn it, I'm black. I, it's the funniest thing to me when people just really do not like their black skin, but whatever, whatever, it just is what it is. But um, it really does baffle me when I look at black women in our community. She's 28. He's freaking 44. You could look at the guy. This guy is not attractive by any means, you know, any standards or means or anything. I had two complaints from a victim. I guess a deceased or so not a survivor anymore of domestic violence. And these were complaints that were downgraded, which is why they had 12-hour responses. Tally, who had been convicted of murder in the 1996 killing of a 12-year-old boy and sentenced to life in prison, was allowed to go free two years ago after... And that's wild, right? I, I, um, I'm, you can hear all kinds of the red flags and stuff with that, too, because I, um, I listened to it, but obviously listening to it the second time around... Um, you kind of get another layer of some of the things that fell through the crack. This guy was already had served time for take toe tagging a little boy. Why on this green earth, on this goddess green earth? And I do question a lot about like, sometimes we say that we're feminine or divine feminine. But sometimes I, I really do wonder because there is nothing you know, maternal or, um, I, I want to say feminine about you giving life to someone who has toe tagged somebody else, you know, and especially when it comes to a child and this person has a, a child of her own. She has a daughter of her own. So, you know, in a previous podcast, I talked about how you know, a lot of men will say like, oh, you know, try to make your girl smile. I like, try to make your, your woman smile, your wife smile, try to make her laugh. And it made me wonder, like, what is it that us women are smiling about and giving a nod to? And it's like, here she is. She still gave this guy the green light. To me, I've said this before, and I'm a little bit more ruthless than the other people, than, than other people. And that's okay. Everybody, you know, is doing their own thing. But to me, I feel like there should be a car fax or like a, a, a mail fax or something on these dudes that is like, if you've ever abused a woman, ever harmed a, a, a child, ever done something like toe tagging, these people need to die dry as fuck. Like they don't need to be getting sex from women. They don't need to be in a relationship. They don't need to have a wife and or future kids. And, and in a way, I mean, it's kind of sucks, but it's karmic. This is karmic. Right. I think 2023, a lot of people, including myself, are just we are done with starting. Like, if you're going to make dumb decisions, you're going to suffer the consequences. Right. So that's another lesson within the lesson. I wasn't even planning to cover that part of it, but it's like I really want us to revisit 
our stance on defunding the police, but I also, this is just another crass reminder. It's like she had no business being intimate with this guy that had toe tagged another child. I feel like women need to step into our power and pull back our energy from lower vibrational people such as this, right? serving 25 years thanks Holy to a supreme shit. court decision on life sentences given to juveniles and that's wild so he done served 25 years the man is 44 she's 28 she's younger than him out here with the whole thug and a whole felon so sometimes too when these guys be out here talking about like oh these women like thugs mm, not all of us but apparently some of y'all are giving these thugs chances and i say get let these thugs and let these these toe taggers, let them never experience sex again, never get the essence of a woman ever again in life. The cops are running from call to call to call and and are paddling up upstream without a paddle the entire time. And as he's saying that too, I want you to really, really think about this. He's talking about they're going from call to call to call. I'm not excusing their behavior as much as you understand that they're going from call to call to call and like I said, if anything had happened to that 44-year-old man where he had gotten toe-tagged, oh my gosh, that officer would have been put on leave. His pension would have been in jeopardy. Whoop. Everybody would have been looking at him side-eye, crazy. He would have been getting doxxed, right? And making it difficult for him to get employed again. But that's who we have to call as their line of defense. I've also talked a little bit about some of the conversations going on about reparations and the framework and the infrastructure within the black community. I haven't heard anything that would console me to say, you know what, let the black community deal with their little thugs. Let the black community deal with, um, with you know, theft and robbery and aggravated assault and sexual assault, human trafficking. We don't have a moral compass for that. And to me, if I were behind it, I would say definitely hand them over to us because we're going to be way stricter with them than anybody else do. I remember, um, and this was kind of how it was for us growing up too, um, when there used to be a time when the kids would be, they wouldn't want to go home because they would get a more severe punishment at home than they would by, you know, anybody else outside of the community. But I think like if we're going to clean up house for ourselves, then we need to be just as tough on crime or if not tougher to send a clear message. Right. But until until we have something to replace that and we're depending on them to to bring some kind of order to our communities, we can't be shooting or like biting the hand that feeds us. Members are also concerned that Orleans judges don't seem to be holding Gwen's law hearings at the same rate of neighboring parishes. Those hearings are designed to make it harder for domestic abusers to bond out of jail. Is that in Jefferson Parish, they roughly hold 150, 150 Gwen's law hearings every month. That's on average. On a high number, that's huge. It's about 180, 150. Here in Orleans Parish, we hold about 15. Police Association attorney and former police officer Eric Hessler says domestic violence complaints were a higher priority back when the department had more officers. Mm. Normally your rank would call you and, and, and call his units that were out on the scene and, and ask them to either wrap that scene up and go handle the code to 
uh, or, or order them to do so. Council members say it's all part of a problem that's feeding an environment where domestic abusers aren't being adequately punished, fueling violence against women, which can often turn deadly. Council members say they'll keep asking questions until they find solutions needed to hopefully save lives. And the New Orleans Police Department says it is looking into the slow response times in the Asia Davis case. Rafael Goyeneche with the Metropolitan Crime Commission says if police had arrested Tally after the domestic abuse calls were first made, he would have been locked up immediately for a parole violation. And Asia Davis may still be alive. And I've even talked directly to uh, families who were impacted by uh, violence of last week, and particularly uh, women uh, in our community. Uh, speaking to them and apologizing, quite frankly, for how my words or my messaging seem to be misconstrued. Today, Mayor LaToya Cantrell is apologizing for comments where she said women play a role in the violence in our city, and she stressed the killings were not random. Good evening, everyone, and thanks. And you know what? I freaking hate that. I was hoping that wasn't the case because um at the beginning of this video I think what happened is I started watching it and I decided I want to come on here and record so I haven't seen the whole clip in its entirety the voice of that woman that you heard was a black woman and she's saying the same thing that I am but here's the difference between me and her I don't give a damn I'd rather be right and the thing is I'm not dependent on you paying my salary or you you don't have a carrot to hold over my head. She has to keep a roof over her head and take care of herself and protect her house. You know what I'm saying? But she is absolutely right because I guarantee you the things that she's seen behind the scenes are the same thing that we don't really address in our community. I I have seen so many things over the course of my life where guarantee you if he had gotten locked locked up there are programs out there that actually try to counter the narrative about locking them up with bail and i i almost have a feeling that the disparity between the 150 hearings a week a month in the other county guarantee you it's probably a white community right or a more upscale community and the difference is not even so much that they don't have just as many um domestic violence cases it's the it's the response to it and you kind of understand that you have to have law and order and so this i i think that she's right i think that a lot of times women are behind it i feel like and and like she said a lot of times we know who these people are you pick up people who are known thugs pick people who are known felons people who are known toe taggers have no regard for life and and then when you suffer I'll never forget earlier this year I heard the story of, of a woman that um she was a pastor's daughter and she went and had um I believe one or two children she already had two children of her own for this guy who had toe tagged his first wife who was pregnant have um they're gonna they usually give us five minutes to file in, so I'm going to try to make this short. But I'll never forget how, you know, um, she would have prayer services for this guy. And she would she wrote the the judge and asked them to give him put him out on early release when and married the man. Well, guess what did he do? He went and he um, he tried to toe tag her 
shot and killed all four of her kids. And when I tell you I felt nothing for her, I felt nothing for her because when I tell you we need to let these type of men dry, die dry as fuck, I mean that. I mean that it's going to be an oracle card. Like, um, as I'm working on my oracle deck, if you ever pull that card, you know, for somebody and you're doing a reading, it's kind of like, do you have energy that you are giving um, do you have people around you that you're pouring energy into and they don't serve the best interest of anyone else around you? The um, movie I was watching last night um, at the end of the season one, I think it was called Jack Ryan, end of season one in the last episode. Um, one of the guys, he's he's Muslim and there was a proverb he had read and it, it said, do not wish for your brother what you would not wish for yourself. And But I, ta- I thought I talked about how what if women had that same code amongst ourselves, right? What if we had that code of, um, what, what's the word? Uh, if we had that code of conduct amongst ourselves, you know, no regard for how that other woman would feel in kind of like the afterlife to know that you toe-tagged the woman, toe-tagged her when she was pregnant, toe-tagged her when she was vulnerable, toe-tagged her in spite of her being intimate with you. And you're going to go and defend this man and ask for his early release and then go marry him and then have children with him? What did you think was going to happen? What did you think was going to happen? So I absolutely believe that that lady is right. I just hate, and this, and that speaks to the nature of how we are. That really does because the fact that she is still facing backlash for saying that black women, we can change our whole trajectory and we are getting in our own way is the very exact reason why I need to upload this. Let me try to finish playing some of whatever they're playing. Thank you for watching. I'm Katie Moore. Sharice is on assignment tonight. We have been in touch with some of those families from the violence last week and the ones we spoke with say they haven't heard from the mayor, certainly not an apology. The Mayor Cantrell's statement comes a few days after she said women are also involved in criminal activity and said the rants shootings were not random. Alyssa Curtis has been following this controversy for us. She's joining us live tonight with the latest. Alyssa, what else did the mayor have to say? Hmm. Yeah, Katie, the mayor seemed upset that her words would ever hurt a grieving family like you guys just heard. She said that she has reached out directly to some of those families of victims and has since apologized. We've reached out to two families of who lost young women in what would have been the time frame of what Mayor Control was saying last week and the time frame of which she was referring to. Asia Davis's family and Ja Diamond Jones's family have both told us that they have not heard from the mayor. Busy women across America are Commercial. changing their lives using the Kindle loophole. Hold on. This right here is... None of these acts are random at all. And what we have to understand that women also play a role in violent activity in our city. Those were Mayor Control's comments hours after three women had been shot and killed in New Orleans in two separate incidents. Five days later, she backtracked. From my heart uh, to you all, and I'm a woman, I'm a black woman, and a part of this community as well, and have a child as well. That's a woman, so... I hate that she has to sugarcoat stuff. As as long as we keep playing these games, I've talked about one of the most illuminating things I was listening to, New World Tarot, and she was talking about, and y'all know I grew up in the church, how the Hebrew Israelites were just going around and around and around and around and around and around for 
40 years, 400 years, we've been doing the same ish and it's not serving us. And you want us to keep sugarcoating stuff. That's not going to work. She's right. She said the right thing, but we keep getting in our own way. How are we ever going to get progress? Um, forgive me. 28-year-old Asia Davis was gunned down Thursday, May 11th at the intersection of Mayo Boulevard and the I... And sorry, and so this is kind of like even that defund the, the police thing. She's in a position to try to help you. She's telling you what she is seeing, right? And you're talking about shooting her down. So if, if you're going to shoot down and bite the hand that feeds you, she's going to retire and go home, hopefully to retire somewhere nice and far away from all of that chaos. Right. And this is a reason why people don't even want to go into into things where they're trying to protect you. And, and I just hate it. Let me just. A 10 service road. Jadiamond Jones and Imani Williams, both 20, were killed outside a hookah lounge on North Claiborne early Friday morning. In the midst of grieving, the young women's families had to hear the mayor's comments. Comments Davis's family told WWL TV were not warranted. Kinchow says she apologized directly to victims' family members. According to the mayor, they forgave her. I was able to have a healthy dialogue, and then having um, been told that I was forgiven, it's power in that on both sides. For mm. the family, with me respecting and having a better understanding and appreciation for them and their, their family and their loved ones, but also the exchange for them respecting and you know what? From the little bit I can tell about this, those other two families, I think she was addressing the one with the 28-year-old, Asia Davis, because Asia Davis knew who her killer was. She entertained a relationship with the known th thug, toe-tagger, and felon. And the other ones, they were at a hookah lounge. But they, they're so caught up on her being able to cut out the cancer that they pull suck her back into a place that's going to still condone the same type of behavior that's going to affect the rest of the community. I feel like it, it was selfish and I get that their family is grieving, but it, it's little stuff like that, y'all. I'm telling you, we, I don't, I, uh, sometimes I come on here and I'm more positive than others, but this is a problem. My point of view as well. But at least two of the victims' families have not spoken with the mayor. Davis's family says there has been no call whatsoever. Jones's father tells me he nor Jones's mother has spoken with the mayor, but says... Quote, and that's what I thought, and that's what I... You heard me say, I was like, I don't think that the two families who were um, complaining about the what happened with their daughters, it doesn't have to do anything with them. The family she's referring to or the people she's referring to is Asia Davis. Asia Davis knew that this guy was a toe tagger, that he had no regard for life, that he had served 25 years in prison. And yet still, what's crazy is he was put on early release. He was let out on early release. Why? Because more than likely... A woman and or a community of women said, let's let this person out who took a little child's life, right? Took someone's life, had no regard. Let's let him out of the, the 25 year sentence that he had to serve. This is this is why people look at us side eyes and as side eye and crazy, y'all. <laughs> if she wants to speak to me, 
she can have my number. While Ken Chow stood firm in her apology, she also stood firm in some of her previous comments. She says she should not have lumped all incidents together, but says women have been involved in crime. As mm -hmm. I talk about from the investigative standpoint, um, uh, that we're just seeing again, uh, young women are increasingly associating themselves uh, with people that are involved in uh, illegal or criminal activity, mm -hmm. which incident specifically, she wouldn't say. It doesn't take a rocket scientist. If if I, you know what, if I need to do a couple more videos on this, um, the, the, the instances are so blatant and blaring in your face, but I, I guess, and it sucks. I, it sucks for her, but she can't do it, but I can. So I will probably do a couple more videos. Or if you see me saying something about black women need to revisit their stance on defunding the police, um, like I said, I have content from even a, a year ago and I was going in. I was mammy and I was climbing up mammy mountain. I had my um cape on around my neck so bad and my boots on so bad, but I deliberately left it up there too because I wanted you to hear the progress. I wanted you to see that you are capable of transporting, transforming your mind and elevating your mind. And I wanted to also leave it there as an example of how you can exercise critical thinking. And if you're introduced to new data and to new statistics and a new point of view or a new perspective that you can say, you know what, I think you have a point. I think that up until this point, this is all the information I had. And that, that perspective actually makes more sense. And what can we do to make sure that we're not keeping falling victims? She can't say it, but I can. So let me let me hop onto my meeting. But let's see. Now we asked the mayor's office which families she spoke to specifically in hopes to get more clarification. They told us they did not want to go into specifics. We want to mention this is not the first time the mayor has been accused of being insensitive towards victims of crimes. Last year, she was seen sitting in court on the side of the suspect of an armed robbery suspect and seemingly ignoring the crime victim. Oh, that's on a whole other level. I don't know what all that is about, but um, yeah. So, I, I you know, I, I feel like we have to be, we have a lot of work to do within ourselves. And clearly because this, the time I'm recording this, just to give you an idea, is Monday, May 29th, is Memorial Day weekend. But surprisingly, my, my insurance company, listen, they're, they are not playing. They're not taking a day off. They're not barbecuing. So let me hop on this line. But, um, but May 29th of 2023, we are still having conversations about women who are, this this is the thing I think and I don't have children but I imagine at some point with her working in those positions you start to see patterns and you start to see that women are not making the best decisions and it's costing them in their lives so what do you want her to do to continue to apologize and sugarcoat stuff or do we address what the real what the real issue at hand and what sucks is like if you're 28 years old and you still can't figure that out, you know, you're lucky if you can live until the age of 28, right? That's when your brain is fully developed. 
but we have a lot of work to do and and what kind of sucks with I think too is like even with the 15 year old that was dating the the girl and he ended up getting shot by the officer and stuff too it's kind of like by that age if the daughter is the one letting in the the guy you know against the orders of her father and she doesn't understand that he's trying to protect her you know, because all this guy's going to do is just knock her up, get her pregnant. He can't even afford to pay for diapers. And it's going to be a poor quality of life. And she's probably going to end up getting toe tagged sooner than later with her child. But she doesn't understand that at that point. It's like, I always wonder, what are the conversations that have to happen with younger women? I feel like either you're going to, you're you're going to choose what kind of life you want. And I think that it's unfortunate for parents because... You can want all the best that you want for them, you know, and you can try to protect them all they want to. But if they're going to do what they want to do, they're going to do what they're going to want to do. And this is the thing. She had a daughter, too. Why on this God is green earth would you bring a felon around your daughter? Okay, but yeah, let me hop onto this meeting. I'll talk to you all later. I probably will come on later tonight because I'm going to take some notes. I always take notes from the meeting and then, um. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they're telling me to come on. So um, because they've been doing some really good meetings, I still have to listen to a Zoom about the importance of the IUL. And then with this one, there, it's kind of like a part two to that. So I'll talk to you all later. Bye.